0: It's been a long time. Yeah. Should have left you left. Step a dope beat. Step, to step, step two. Step two. Step two. Step
1: two. Step two. Step two.
0: Step. Step. Step
2: two. Step. Lots of stepping,
0: actually. You sound insane. You realize that?
1: <laughs> yeah. The whole world got crazy! Seriously?
2: It's showtime.
1: All three of us are finally back
2: we're back baby dolls
1: don't call it a comeback please don't it's good to have you back richard finally yeah how is uh how's life are are you able to join us now with uninterrupted
0: (laughs) uninterrupted life is good sorry uh, i missed uh, you the last
2: line how was the line for entourage (laughs)
0: it was i I was going to say if i had to review the movie in two words and i've seen it four times Uh uh-huh But if I were to review the movie in two words, it would be so sick. (laughs) Sickest movie I've ever seen.
2: Like, can you get high from Axe Body Spray? (laughs) Is that that possible?
0: No, I wasn't at at Entourage. We're going to go see that, thankfully, next week (laughs) and podcast on it. But I was, uh, I'm sorry I missed you guys at Comic Con. It's something fun. I was, uh, out talking to girls. So, uh, um, no, I'm Rah. just kidding. I, I'm kidding. Talking no, I really, to girls.
2: We talk to lots of girls as well.
0: No, I'm kidding. Princess we,
2: Leia was 20 feet from us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I bad. listened to the podcast and uh, great little show that we do. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have you. never listened to the show and it was fun. <laughs> and it was really good without me. Um, and I have a, I've thought of a replacement for me. Okay. How do you guys like the sound of, and I'm just because I'm a team player, Mad About Movies, with your host Kent Garrison, Brian Gill, and Terry Alexander. How great was that guy?
2: Totally in. That guy That's was awesome. incredible. He's
0: so yeah. much better than me. That was so much better than any segment that I've been on, and uh, it was a joy to yeah, listen right to.
1: When, right when Brian and I walked away, we were 10 feet from the guy, and we said we should have had the guy on for an hour. Yeah. I wish I could have done a full episode with that guy and, and the I guess his manager, the, the PR people at, at uh at Fan Expo were kind of waving us away yeah. from him like they only gave us ten minutes, but yeah, he didn't want to stop either, it seemed like.
0: Yeah, he was really a good guy. I have a theory that i told Brian I know before that anyone that's an actor that's been in a soap opera is way more normal than any actor that has not been because it's the only type of acting that's like a normal job. Yeah. You go to work eight thing. to five. You do like thirty-five scenes, and then you're you're you know it's a normal. So they're very people that have been on soap operas. Like he has, always strike me as the most normal of celebrities. He
2: was also in Conspiracy Theory. Remember that movie?
0: Yeah, great, a masterpiece. That masterpiece. Was,
2: uh, do you guys remember? Was this still a thing when y'all were when y'all were kids? The uh, Columbia House, but for for movies, <laughs> not CDs. Wasn't oh, it oh, called yeah. Netflix? Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Netflix, Netflix, uh, whatever delivery. Yeah, you got, I think you got seven and they were VHS movies. Mm. Uh, Conspiracy Theory is one of the, one of my original seven when I joined Columbia.
0: I did the Columbia House thing with music and I remember, you know, I had a lovely childhood, but one of the, the bad parts about it was that we moved uh, once a year, at least I lived in like 13 houses before I was like 14. Uh huh. But the best part of moving all the time was they would bill you later, yeah, based on your address because I guess there was no way. So I would order like thirteen CDs, right. And then I would listen to them. And by the time they billed me or my mom, we had moved. Yeah. So somewhere I probably owe Columbia House like $1,300. <laughs> Fine. They, they're not a business anymore.
2: <laughs> just Whoever moved <laughs> to your house
0: has just gotten these bills for yeah.
2: I mean, I did Richard like Bardone.
0: To yeah. the point where I didn't even want the CDs, but I right. just had to do it. I remember you the just, last house. Just had like eight copies of the Sugar Ray album. <laughs> exactly. I remember I had that that one Offspring album. Yeah. I think about these CDs that I had. and I'm like, why did I have that? <laughs> you know what I had? Because uh, I just thought the name sounded cool. And it was early in their career. So I just checked the box and got it like three and a half weeks later or whatever. I have a, well, I don't have it anymore, but I had for several years an insane clown posse CD. <laughs> oh, no. Richard like tw- a juggalo, kid. <laughs> I was like 12 and I was like, I oh, like wow. clowns. Especially the insane ones, yeah. sitting in school. I can't so.
1: believe that uh, Neil Blomkamp hasn't put them in a movie yet. <laughs> Can you imagine Chappie two with ICP in the roles of ninja?
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think, <laughs> Richard. Do you remember when uh, when Jack White produced Insane yes. Clown Posse? About, yes. It was before the, the podcast. It was about I don't know, three or four years ago.
0: Yeah, it was on the Third Man.
2: And it's one and of the I blue, blue think, series, wasn't it? Was yeah, the blue series? It I don't think Richard and I have ever been more torn in our lives because it's yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's Jack. I mean, everything yeah. he does is gold. And then mm-hmm. it would be we're like, were like Dirk, uh, for me, it
0: would be like if Dirk signed with the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> That's how confused oh, I was. Man. Wow. So you know, obviously, I just want to play some tight end with RG3. And <laughs> I think it's a great player. And uh, you know, obviously, it's a great franchise, great teammate. <laughs>
1: And you know I can see Nashi and JK. <laughs> you
0: can go see Nashi, Jho, JK. Like you know they still play a little bit. But...
2: <laughs> cool B. The Dirk uh, documentary comes out next month, guys.
0: Full episode on it. Sorry, listeners. Yep. Yep. Six Good hour time. episode. It's just me and Richard weeping most <laughs> of the time.
1: Yeah, I will have to resurrect you guys <laughs> yeah. on air. It's probably because you'll be dead. You'll yep. you'll have died.
0: I could just. Far, I want to interview him and just far away it the whole time and be like, <laughs> Do you Do you remember um, 2011? Yeah, that no, was definitely a great time. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that would be my interview with Dirk.
1: By the way, Columbia House still around? No. So oh, right now it's DVD work. and television. Wow. So I guess you can get DVD box sets and television seasons, very similar to Netflix. It looks like.
2: I can't believe they outlasted Black, Blockbuster. That's, that's it. It looks thing. like they've what given was up their music, business though? model.
0: I don't just understand that, it. Yeah. I can't figure it out. Get a thing in mail with punch cards. Put out, <laughs> yeah. Send CDs and then just got to hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I remember too, we ordered all these and then <laughs> this is, we had my, my, my good friend and I, one of our, uh, this is weird, one of our Sunday school teachers in like, I don't know, seventh grade or something. Our youth group teachers was a lawyer and he basically told us, yeah, if you signed up for that under your name, it's not legal. So they cannot prosecute you. So you pretty much don't ever have to pay for that. <laughs> and we were like, done, never paying for these things. Like, yeah, it's kind of the weird stuff you learn from people that probably they shouldn't have told you. There actually is movie news to talk about, apparently. There is. We we, we haven't what talked movie news lately. Yeah. We'll, by have, the
1: way, we're going to push American Treasures to next week. Right. We're going to do some shout-outs. Shout-outs to some people who have donated and left iTunes reviews. We're going to push all that house-cleaning type stuff to next week. We want to talk exclusively movie news and in and San Andreas tonight since sure. it's a little late podcast. And a lot of movie news has accumulated up since last time all three of us were on a show together. And uh, so there's lots to talk about, Brian. what What's the most important thing we should probably get to right off the top?
2: Sure, I've got a couple of things here. I'll just I'll just kind of list it off, and if you guys want to talk about something, let's talk about it. All right. I'll, I'll yell uh, ding whenever I hear okay. something. Perfect. Uh, Tron Three not happening. Totally off the table now. So good for Disney on that one. Did uh, Tron Two come out. Yeah, Tron Legacy. Is that what, oh, that's, that's what's right. Point, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did we podcast that? I feel like it's no. Familiar. That was
2: pre podcast. next item next Move on down the list brian grazer has confirmed that arrested development will return to netflix next year new episodes always good on netflix so it's still with netflix okay that's the deal i'm on board for that i just we we need to learn from the mistakes of the last season and get everybody in the same room together make it six episodes i don't care about 13 but everybody needs to be together and it's actually actually gonna be 17 this time Ugh, that's too, that might be too many guys. They we may might... break
0: it. They may break it in two years, though. I yeah.
2: think they
1: need to just do a movie and call it a day. On a, I'm, not, I'm not too. even kidding. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't. I don't dislike that new season like a lot of other people did, but it, it still doesn't fit to me with the other three. And and at some point, you reach a level of diminishing returns. At some point,
1: no, absolutely. And it, man, I love that show. Go listen to our Arrested Development episode if you haven't heard it. It's yep. pretty far back there. I don't think it's on the iTunes feed anymore. But go to the website for that. But you know, part of me says I would watch any rest, Arrested Development that comes out forever. I was, you know, with any show I love, uh, I'm that way with. When's it going to stop being beneficial for them to do it? Because right, I mean, they got a lot of other stuff to do. What do you think, Richard?
0: I'm I'm fine with more. I think that was a big swing in season four, and the way it's edited together was kind of jarring. But there's, a, I rewatched it again quasi-recently and uh, found it pretty funny the second time I watched yeah. it. So I'm fine with more. I, I Any Mitch Harwood's written content is good with me as long as it's in this universe.
1: What else we got, Brian? Okay,
2: moving on. Star Wars, the second standalone slash anthology film, is going to feature both Boba Fett and Han Solo. That's fairly well been confirmed, and the directors that are being circled... Are John Favreau and Matthew Vaughn, which I think we called both of those when we talked about. Uh, we called Tramp, Favreau. Yeah. I, I think I called Joss Whedon. Yeah, that's as a,
1: true. I think he's circling episode nine or something. Or I heard a, a Joss Whedon Star Wars rumor. We did talk John Favreau. We did say he was a, a possibility.
0: Is we getting fat Favreau, skinny Favreau? Any update on that? Hopefully,
1: the Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> Sophia Vergara version of. <laughs> Of Jon Favreau.
0: And they're My playing Boba Fett and onzolo, right? And he's both of their love <laughs> yes. interests. Yeah.
2: Yes. Robert a. Jr. is uh Chewbacca. So <laughs> okay. well I bet you're hoping it's Favreau, Brian, since you despise yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Although Vaughan. I will say I, I, I don't despise Matthew Vaughn, but I think Matthew Vaughn in a franchise setting is, is better than a than yeah, Matthew Vaughn in a non franchise because I I I think he needs somebody telling him yes or no, one way or the other. So yeah. yeah, I think he yeah. did a great job. No, so on, I don't on think they're the gonna they're gonna let him make a rated R. Yeah, that's Fobo not gonna fit. happen. And that's that's kind of I mean that's part of the process. I think he, yeah. I just think he needs to be uh, monitored. I guess would be my way of. of by, it. But I government. thought he did a great job with with the uh, X Men First Class. I thought that was a really good movie. So I'd be night. okay with him in Star Wars. Yeah, best night ever. Uh, that might be a terrible movie, and my view of it is just totally skewed <laughs> by the fact that. That was the beginning of the, the turn for the Mavericks that, that year. So, uh, it was a pretty great night. Did you guys watch the good di- dinosaur trailer or the Macbeth trailer? Haven't Richard, seen either. Haven't seen Did either. you die today? Richard. Are you okay? Brian, I think you're asking yeah. about what I asked seen, if you guys have seen Macbeth or uh, Good Dinosaur trailer.
0: <clears throat> I've not seen the Good Dinosaur trailer. I have seen the Macbeth trailer. Thanks to you, my friend.
2: Did you? Are you okay? Uh, you make-
0: I, I, uh, vital signs are good. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks incredible. what do you think?
2: Awesome, man. I'm I mean, is my to- jam. I mean, way less than yours because you're the Shakespeare guy, but, uh, <laughs> a, it's actually what we call vis- you behind your back. Yeah, but I, I have business uh, cards
0: made. <laughs> so.
2: Yes. Mine says Chewbacca enthusiast.
0: Uh, <laughs> yours says the Shakespeare guy. So I have a little van I drive awesome. around in. I can't, Figured out. I haven't figured out revenue yet, but <laughs> I do have a Shakespeare guy van with a local Love number.
2: So you liked it? It looks good. Yeah.
0: It looks awesome. I
2: haven't seen. What about it yet. the good
0: dinosaur? I haven't seen that one yet.
2: It's a super short teaser, but it's okay. it's cool. It kind of sets the premise. I'm excited that we get double Pixar this year, since we didn't get any next year, last year,
0: excuse me. And they both have Bill Hader as well. Well, and they're both going to be I awesome. Think, I think Bill Hader
1: signed a like first rights thing with Pixar or something like they officially said like, Hey, you're basically going to be in all our movies from now on.
2: That's good awesome. for him. Good for them. Good for him.
1: Yeah, that's great, man. I'm excited for inside out, but like I said, one of them has to suck. I don't know why they would release <laughs> two awesome movies in the same year that are going to compete with one another when it comes down to awards and things, you know,
2: yeah, I guess. Good Dinosaur was supposed to come out two or three years ago. and Maybe
1: they- they're just trying to get to the point where they can do two a, a year. Because it used yep. to take so long that, like, hey, we sure. have to space. We can only do one every year max, you know, yep. even then is pushing it. The amount of people it takes to do that is just it's amazing, pretty staggering. Yep. So they kind of stack projects, I think. What do we got next year? What, Finding Dory from Pixar?
2: Yeah, I think so. And so we be back yeah, down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Finding Dory. I think we get another car sequel, seriously. And Incredibles 2 is on its way from Brad Bird. Toy Story 4, too, is it? No no wonder Brad Bird uh, announced, hey, by the way, you know, right before Tomorrowland came out, I said, my next movie's Incredibles 2. (laughs) I need to get
2: on the right track again. Take some of that press away. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Richard, did you see Tomorrowland yet? Is that? I have not seen it yet. I will have my thoughts next week. Sweet. You need to see it, Richard. I'm excited to see it. I just haven't had a chance. It's been a crazy week, but... uh two weeks but i am planning fully on seeing it next week
2: nice uh last thing i had was eddie redmayne has been officially cast in the harry potter spinoff uh magical beasts and where to find them i think is the title of that so he has some uh he'll get to pretend like jupiter ascending never happened and uh jump into an actually decent world good for him
1: that's another topic for you guys fantastic (laughs) beasts and where to find them there it is yeah thank you uh, what do you think of that, Richard? I've not. I still have not seen Harry Potter franchise films.
0: Yeah, I'm a hundred percent on on board. I I love that world, and I'm like not their target demo because I don't like the woods or goblins <laughs> or anything dumb like that. But I love Harry Potter. I think they're great stories, and they're. I mean, it's basically Star Wars in seven movies. So I'm I'm excited for to explore this world. Hopefully, it's not like the Star Wars prequels.
2: Yes, we got to get you to watch the stinking Harry Potter movies.
0: Yeah, Mesa wizards. uh.
1: I I feel like there's some franchise I can hang over y'all's heads that y'all haven't seen. Guess Harry Potter is like the biggest thing that I haven't seen, like the biggest thing ever in existence that I just haven't been in on or haven't seen a little bit of. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. We talk about it all the, the heck, time, behind your back.
0: I had, I've never haven't seen Titanic, because it was the number one movie ever, and I thought it was fun. But then I went and saw Avatar, like, the first week. You hadn't was, seen Titanic? I still haven't seen Titanic. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: That's kind also, of crazy. I
0: don't like uh, water, either.
1: You don't like water?
0: <laughs> well, Richard spent...
1: and I are on the, on the same page. on Titanic this. might come up in tonight's episode. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in the San Andreas episode,
0: yeah, I, I see, see some
1: similarities. Yeah, so sure. no, I—that's I, kind of crazy that you haven't it seen Titanic
0: on purpose for some time. Because at a certain point, I just hadn't seen it, and then I, it became the biggest movie ever, and I said, "Let's see how long I can go without seeing it." <laughs> and uh, we're going on about twenty years. You should see.
2: Pretty it. Impressive.
0: I'm not saying it's bad or that I'm not interested in it. It's just like now, why watch it now?
2: Sure. It's pretty long. No, I like that. By the way, one of these days, Richard and I are going to start a uh, a spinoff can, podcast about yeah. how much we are terrified of the ocean. So <laughs> you yeah. be looking
0: for that. We're going to review a new ocean documentary <laughs> yeah. every week yes. and just talk about the points that scared us. <laughs> of it.
2: Here's a new fish we discovered. This is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's
1: all we yeah, should talk that's about. that's All the news I've got. That's well, all the headlines. Just a little quick hit yeah. there for you, dear there's, listener.
0: There is some catching up that we need to do here, fellas. Is there? Yeah. I don't know how, if you guys want to do this now or later or what, but Brian went and saw a certain movie.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, that, this that is a we, long-awaited segment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I just want to get your thoughts, Brian. Sure. Macro, where it fits in the canon, and then uh-huh. micro just the film itself. Yeah, best movie Cam- of the year for sure. Cameron Crowe's Aloha. Aloha. The floor is yours, mon frere.
2: I'm still not recovered, guys. Like, I, <laughs> I... I love Cameron Crowe. We had a we had a listener. I think it was a Facebook message. Sent so us a Facebook message recently and said, "Hey, you guys, uh, you guys should do a top ten directors of all time lists because he was listening to our top. Which 10 I agree movies. with. Yeah, we we're.
1: I think we will. We we've had a few. We will, and we're gonna do a top ten TV shows episode
2: eventually. <laughs> yeah. So be be on the lookout for that, yeah. dear listener, because you're right. We'll like, film we've those we've too. gotten it's a few of. Yeah, we've got a few suggestions for top ten lists, and those always drive pretty good ratings, and we enjoy doing them. It's a lot of fun, so we'll we'll definitely do some of that. But I, but I told him I'm on board for that. But it is difficult because uh, a movie is a movie. It's a standalone. It's by itself, and it stays the same forever. You know, your your opinions of it may change, or your the way you view it may change. But the movie is what it is. A director. You know, by its their very nature, they're the more stuff they put out, they're either getting better or they're getting worse. They're very rarely, or I guess if you're Michael Bay, you're just kind of. So your
1: stacked. your list will not reflect in five years. You can almost be assured that your list will not be the same list. I I can see yeah. what you're saying. Well, it's more yeah, of a it's, you, it's more of a broad thing to be judging right. on the day. Well, it's, you know,
2: it's definitely something you have to wrestle with. Let's put it that way. Because it I, it, sh- I, it should be a current
1: top ten directors, right. list, You know, like That's what true. they are That's right true. now because they. Mine change every day, I'm, honestly. You know, sure. I go on binges kind of with directors and stuff. Right,
2: sure. My point being, Cameron Crowe, uh, besides, I mean, Spielberg is directing to me. Like, that's that's my guy, and that's that's the, the name that's synonymous with uh, filmmaker to me is is Steven Spielberg. Besides American Steven treasure, Spielberg, Steven yeah, Spielberg. Yeah, sorry, I didn't give Brian. him the, the proper respect. I that apologize, gummit. Mr. Steven. I'll send you an apology letter uh, or issue a statement through my PR guy, but... Cameron Crowe's probably my <laughs> yeah, Camera Crowe's probably my favorite my second favorite uh director of all time, my second favorite filmmaker and I I think I love every film that he's ever done minus We Bought a Zoo, which is just not the right thing. I I don't think it's bad by any means, but it's just not a uh it wasn't the right project for him. Uh, you know, almost famous. When we did our top ten list, almost famous is my third favorite movie of all time, and I love Jerry Maguire. I love Singles. I love Elizabeth Town, and I know most people mm-hmm. hate that movie. Uh, but I, I really like. I think it's biggest. The biggest issue is that he cast Orlando Bloom instead of uh Billy Crudup or or somebody else who's more uh
0: compelling and interesting. And a, Orlando Bloom's uh, Elizabeth phase. Yes, where sure. he was always saving Elizabeth. Yes, and going yes. to Elizabeth Town. Which very, it's weird. a very odd, very odd. And that,
1: Brian and that Pearl Jam documentary he
2: did. Pearl Jam documentary is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. We talked about that a couple music weeks ago. Documentaries ever? Yeah, fantastic. So I love Cameron Crowe. I feel like I know Cameron Crowe, uh, or that weird that he knows me. Like I, his movies get me. I guess, and and vice versa. Um, that said, like, Aloha, because of that, Aloha feels like watching a loved one become addicted to meth or something <laughs> like that. Like, it's, oh, it man. feels like, it's not even like it feels like a betrayal, which is, that's, that's my term for the prequels, I guess, of watching George Lucas betray the, whatever we had together, you know? Right. Um, this feels more like, it feels alien. It doesn't feel like Cameron Crowe had anything to do like I could very easily convince myself that he actually was doing a favor for some struggling film school student who is dying of cancer and uh, just produced their movie and had nothing to do with writing or or directing it because it is it's such a freaking train wreck guys (laughs) and I don't I still kind of I'm, I'm struggling with how to even. Tell you why it's a train wreck because it it should not be with with Cameron Crowe, with the budget that they had to work with, with that incredible cast that is just chock full of American treasures and people who will be American treasures someday. I don't understand. I don't understand. I wish you guys could have. I could have forced. Tell you us guys where it went wrong. It.
1: Tell us where it went wrong. Uh,
2: minute one. I mean, minute <laughs> one. It's just. It really. It's almost indescribable. It almost does require. You have to kind of see this. You can get a feel. It just, it doesn't feel right on any level. It, it it feels dated. It feels like it's been on the shelf for six or seven years. Even the music is off, which is one of the hallmarks of a Cameron Crowe movie is that it always has great music and it hits the right beats at the right time. Uh, even that is lacking a little bit. Most of the acting is is okay. Certainly not up to the par of of what, Bradley Cooper and Rachel McAdams and Emma Stone and Bill Murray and all those guys are are capable of doing, but I don't think the acting is the problem. The characters are so poorly written and so incredibly one dimensional, and I don't feel like that's. I think that's a thing that Cameron Crowe is usually pretty good about avoiding. He has very rich characters, I think, uh, and this is not. It's just not the case. He made Emma Stone unbearable. I didn't <laughs> know that was possible, but it, I, I guess it is. So. It's rude. Uh, just
0: because she's Asian in the film, it does not make her <laughs> It
2: terrible. is it it is weird. That it is yeah. weird. I don't <laughs> I really don't weird. understand it. Um it's a weird thing, man, because it feels like a bit maybe it's just a a passion passion project. I know a lot of his generation He loves, generation a, he loves is, Hawaii. Yes. Man, that's the, go that's out of the
0: thing. limb there. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. But his generation is kind of uh for whatever reason is kind of obsessed with Hawaii. That's just a a, a thing, I think. And Brady Bunch movies. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that might be accurate. Um so it feels like he's trying to write a love letter to Hawaii and instead it's just it just turns into to mush. Like it just doesn't the plot is so unnecessarily complex and adds in all these weird elements that have Nothing to do with what's happening on the screen or it's just it's so full of MacGuffins. I mean, it is a disaster. It is, again, it is very hard to believe that Carrie McRow, who has written some of the best scripts of the last 25 years, wrote this script and and directed the movie. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at
0: all. But other than that, how did you like it? Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it was brutal. I mean, it's brutal. It doesn't, it also doesn't work just as far as like if you took Cameron Crowe out of the equation and just said, "Hey, here's a movie. Uh, we've simplified it a little bit. We stripped the script down a little. Let me just let me know how you feel about it." It, it doesn't work. It just doesn't hit the right notes. I thought when Bradley Cooper and McAdams were together, there was it, it kind of clicked. But they they share so few scenes, and it's so caught up in these really both generic and out there plot points that it just doesn't, it never hits the right mark at so all. So Rachel McAdams
1: was in it. There was a time travel element.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they travel back in time to <laughs> when, uh when Hawaii <laughs> became a state at one point. It does oh,
0: okay. really she make tells that sense, story. Okay.
2: but I'm, I'm just guessing that it was in her contract. Uh, well, that's a
0: story so, that needed to be told. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so they're in a volcano <laughs> under the ocean. <laughs> yeah. It is Bradley Cooper and Rachel McAdams. It sounds great. And then there was well, just in. this weird cut for 20 minutes where it was just clips from Joe versus the volcano. I don't know. It was, it was an odd, odd choice. But, so what's uh, next for Cameron Crowe? Like, is this a career ruiner even, type
1: thing? No, like,
2: I mean, he's got too many skins on the wall to say any one movie is going to end his career, but it's... He had to write an apology guess, letter,
1: so that's good.
2: Yeah, I, I would I would guess that it's going to hinder his ability to get a big budget for uh, a film that he goes off and because he's he's... He's a pretty independent filmmaker in a lot of ways within a studio system. He goes and does what he wants to do. I don't know that that's going to happen for him in the future. Yeah, His next thing is a, he's he's doing a show on on a Showtime oh, okay. Uh, with Christina Hendricks. I'm trying to figure out what the title for that is. Mm-hmm. It's roadies. It's a rock music thing. Oh, so. That could be cool. Yeah, that could be interesting, and that's yeah. definitely you know close to his heart, and that would be fantastic, hopefully. But it's weird, man. It just doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense that uh, that a movie with that cast, with that pedigree, and with the setting, because Hawaii is beautiful and it's it's a it is a cool place to have a shoot a film that's not an Adam Sandler movie, and uh, <laughs> it should have been a good movie, and it is just is so far the opposite.
1: Oh, uh, wedding in Hawaii, real <laughs> original. Yeah. yeah,
2: forgetting Sarah Marshall. So uh, I, I'm gonna have to red box that one someday. It, it really is kind of like I. I almost wish you guys would watch it just so we could. It's so bad, it's good. Type it's not of movie. even that. No, it's not that. It, but it's hard to describe what is wrong with it. It's just off. False. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a, it's a very odd thing because I think he's a very genuine filmmaker. Every other time out, and this time it just doesn't. Moy, it just doesn't. It doesn't work at all. It's a bummer. Because it's a waste of time for all of those all involved, you know. Even John Krasinski, who I love, and it's <laughs> such an O'Malley, all the way, total classic O'Malley guy. Um, just he's he's misused. It doesn't work, and it just you're like, man, I wish you could have gone and done two independent films in the time that it took to do this okay. movie. I,
0: brought, I posed this to you two via text this week. Has any likable good actor been in more bad movies with great people? Than John yeah. Krasinski,
2: I it's a good it's a good point because I don't every
0: movie don't he's in when I see it like on Wikipedia before it comes mm-hmm. out. No, it's movies like with IMDb.
1: good people that end up being bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. always like, ooh, that's a cool little ooh, a Cameron Crowe project with Bradley right. Cooper and Baldwin and Bill Murray. Fine, okay. Krasinski's all right. He's come f- getting washing off that office thing. He's gonna make his move now. Oh no, it's terrible. Yeah, going back to Leatherheads.
2: Yeah. I don't feel like he makes poor choices. I just feel like he has the misfortune of getting into yeah. the career, the slump, the worst of everybody's movie. Guest Van Zandt, same thing. He's in that yeah. uh, the Promised Land, which is just such a mess. And yeah. it's not his fault. He he chose great directors to work with, but geez, man, you could just bad luck, I guess.
1: Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now what the heck are you even doing blue apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country they deliver fresh meals straight to your door all the food is fresh it's sourced from local farms and there's no wasted ingredients i've been a blue apron subscriber for a long time now and they have still to this day never let me down there's tons of variety some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis Soy glazed pork and rice cakes Skillet vegetable chili With cheddar drop biscuits Holy crap And garlic butter shrimp And corn with green bean salad So take it from me Try out Blue Apron now Go to blueapron.com mad That's blueapron.com mad Get three meals on us for free Nothing goes better with a movie Than dinner So check out Blue Apron Blueapron.com mad Blue Apron, a better way to cook Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. So let's talk about the movie you saw to purge this experience,
0: <laughs> Brian.
1: Sure. In, in San Andreas. I'm going to start with, uh, with Brian tonight and then move to Richard. So prepare your thoughts, Mr. Baudon. And uh, go ahead, get,
2: kick us off with general
1: thoughts first.
2: Let me ask you guys this. Do you guys like this kind of movie, the disaster film?
1: Uh, I've had good memories associated with them. Like I remember liking Independence Day at the time. I remember liking Armageddon for a few awkward blunder years of my youth, you know? (laughs) yeah. Uh, But that's what comes to mind when I think of disaster movies. And I had good memories associated with them until I went back and rewatched them, Mm -hmm. you know, 12 years later, and they didn't hold up at all. So... Yeah, those are my just memories associated with it. What about you, Richard? Do you like disaster
0: uh, movies? I do, um, but I don't seek them out. I think the last like big time disaster movie I saw in the theater was Independence Day. But I've seen all <laughs> of them in between. I just never see them really, unless I'm doing. We're doing the pod. Like I would never go see this, but I would definitely catch it in two years, like on TNT, and watch the entire thing and enjoy myself immensely. So yeah. I don't know what it is, I, which is dumb because these are so made for the big screen, but I just don't seek them out in that way. So, Brian, go like ahead. Them.
2: Yeah. I don't think I do like this kind of movie. And now, I, to to be fair, I I tend to put like Independence Day, love Independence Day, but that to me is, a, is an alien sci-fi movie. I don't consider it like the natural disaster film. Like 2012
0: or love 2012. That's 2012. Such <laughs> a great piece of, or yeah, 2012 was just a fantastic piece of trash. Like, and I mean that. <laughs> sure. Very well. All the all
2: the volcano movies, like uh, that came out when we were kids. Twister, like none of these movies do anything for me, and I don't know why that is. Because I love uh, I love Independence Day. I love obviously the Fast and the Furious movies. I love action movies as long as the action involves guns or aliens or something or cars or something like that um I just don't I don't know why that is it seems like something that I would really like because I I do quite like blockbuster popcorn type movies but there's just nothing that really gets me going about these these movies so I, it's weird to say I'm not in the audience because demographic speaking I am totally right in the in, in the midst of the target audience for this but they just don't ever get me excited. I don't ever go into these movies just super stoked. Um, and so that was kind of that was kind of my experience. It was I it was fine. This is this is a totally reasonable TNT type movie, which is great. There's totally a place in the world for that and sometimes I enjoy those more than others and and this is just one where it's like it's fine. It's a movie. I don't think there's anything wrong with san andreas i mean the the script is terrible but you, you knew that going in and so i don't hold that against it so much um it's just very underwhelming to me but i think that that is just partly my hang up with the entire genre of it just doesn't just doesn't do anything for me
1: no exactly and uh i i agree with a lot of your thoughts but richard what about you
0: i uh did not mind this movie one bit sure like I liked it fine. I think I I just love The Rock that much. I'll get into a little more specific some specifics I liked about it. Some of them comic, some of them not. But uh, I found the effects to be like super believable in a way that effects haven't been in a long time for me. Like I don't know, I mean, not not that effects aren't believable in in good movies. I just mean this one stood out. Like I noticed how good they were. Like a yeah. kind of a new level of CGI that I hadn't really gotten to yet like really sure. looking detail at stuff and it looked it looked pretty I mean it was clearly CGI but it's kind of supposed right. to be in the spirit of the furious films it doesn't quite have the wink of irony that that the fast series does sure Um but it gets about as close as it can without you know and and having the rock as a helicopter pilot is in a way <laughs> kind Job, of chopper Dan yeah he was rest in peace more realistic pilot the rock or Blake Lively and uh, <laughs> green <laughs>
2: Really i enter. had that exact thought when i was when i was sitting <laughs> in the theater i was like
0: oh man i know brian that you don't uh this isn't your your cup of tea is it just kind of the overwhelming nature of it is it just that you can't get by the bad scripts which is totally valid by the way but yeah is it i think the combination therein That's in?
2: part of it um they just most of these movies just feel like a theme park ride not a movie and that's again that's not a bad thing i don't I, God, I can already feel the emails coming in telling me that I'm pretentious, that I don't <laughs> like these movies, but I'm I'll, not I'll try them. not to email you too much. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate no it. Fine. So
1: you don't like the mass – is it not the mass disaster movie? Is that what yeah. you're talking about, it's like just, nature? Just and yeah,
2: yeah. I consider
1: it, yeah. Independence Day and stuff like that. I think Independence Day kind of kicked this genre off, to be perfectly honest. This in a mass, lot of ways, sure. Because the first shot that I think of when I think disaster is that – UFO blowing up the White House and the White House like in flames in that whole city and everything I'd never seen like disaster on that scale before right and I think Roland Emmerich re- re- repeated that a couple times with oh, uh, totally. day after tomorrow and
2: uh, yeah that's another one that doesn't do anything yeah I don't know what is I for for whatever reason I think those are different movies uh I or I, I classify them. As different films, the, the Independence Days. Or- they're,
1: they're working on a sequel to 2012, by the way. It's Ugh, called like 2040-something. I can't remember <laughs> the year.
0: Romney should be in it.
2: Yeah, for me, it just – it's not – there's nothing wrong with these types of movies. But I think t- – to answer your question, Richard, yeah. I think it's – the scripts are always so bad. It just feels like it's – like I'm going to Six Flags, not like I'm going to see a movie. And it – I don't know. Like I – I love The Rock. I think I'm probably a little lower on him than you guys are because y'all have wrestling and stuff like that to back it up. I love The Rock mostly because of the fast movies. And then there's other things here and there that I that I really enjoy. I, too, will go see pretty much anything that he does. But I'm not – he's not reached a level of I'll see any movie that he does and I will like or love any movie – that he does. Does that make sense? Like it, it, he'll get me to the theater, but he won't ensure that I am going to. Oh, absolutely. To I haven't, and, and I just haven't seen a lot of his movies. movies.
0: Cause you'll see any Vincent Gallo movie. You're on the record.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Just
2: the brown bunny. One of my all time favorites. Um, yeah, man. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know why that, what exactly my holdup is with, with this type of movie. I, again, I'm not saying that they're bad. They're, there is such a place for this kind of movie, and to anyone who's about to send me an email telling me that I'm pretentious, just understand that I own a Blu-ray copy of Battleship. Okay.
1: Um, I actually I, had that thought during this. I was like, <laughs> if Brian likes Battleship, he has to like this. Yeah. That's what I. Doing.
2: I don't know. I just. I, I guess you just you love Rihanna, Alien, though. To yeah, be that's fair. True. Big, big fan. Um, but only of her acting. I've never heard her sing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know. I guess if you just add aliens, then it just it makes it I don't know. It, it works for me on some weird sci fi geek level. But um, so for me, I, there's nothing wrong with these movies. And and they did. You're you're totally right, Richard. This the action sequences look really good. Um, there's I think towards the beginning, it looked pretty CGI to me. But but it I don't know, at some point it kind of found its stride or maybe my eyes adjusted. And yeah, uh, it got back in. As long as disastery things were happening, I was okay. But like, as soon as we would cut back to the helicopter and here's the rock talking to uh, Carla Gugino, who is terrific. I love her. She's beautiful. She's I'm gonna, fantastic. I'm going to talk actress.
0: about that shortly. I'm going to go uh, on Gugino okay. rant uh, here. So I'll
2: nice. just I'll just cut it off quickly. But anytime it got to those, in, in, in the same with uh, with Alexandra Daddario, who um, can be in any movie that she wants to be. I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. For the rest of the time, but but I don't. And I think she's, I actually think she's a really good actress. I'm excited to see what she does from an acting standpoint at some point in her career. But like when she's talking to the new boyfriend, I don't care. When, when Rock, when The Rock and his ex wife are talking in the helicopter, it's a total zone out for me. And anytime Paul Giamatti came on the screen, I just was like cutting my wrists. But, um, but that's partly just, I don't. Just Paul Giamatti, he just, he he's on the Vince Vaughn roster, right? Like he he smells bad, right? He he looks like he smells bad.
0: Um, I don't know, right. I don't know why he started talking like Harry <laughs> Curry in the last five films.
2: Great actor, but he just I don't know for whatever reason he doesn't do anything for me. So
0: well, his so, dad anyway. banned Pete Rose, so he can go. <laughs> That's true. Eat a bag.
2: Anyway, there. It's a, It's fine. The movie's fine. I just. I don't think I enjoy it as much as maybe you guys did, or as the average, uh, thirty-year-old male, audience goer did. Like I just. It just doesn't quite get there for me with with most of these movies. This movie was going to happen eventually, just like there's
1: an Everest movie coming out later this year. Yeah. Eventually, there was going to be a Mount Everest movie yeah. coming out. Uh this is just such an easy movie. It felt almost, honestly like the writer of this movie was in geology class and their professor started <laughs> having a talk about the San Andreas Fault and and the guy was taking screenwriting at the time and said, "Man, I should just start writing this," you know? And it even had those scenes in the movie with the Paul Giamatti character as the professor and that's the way that they explain the plot basically. They give us yeah. exposition through theory on what's going to happen with the fault or what's supposedly going to happen. So that's, it's an easy thing to base a movie on when you already know, like, well, you you knew it was a, it was a obvious progression. I never felt myself guessing. I never once felt like the rock was at risk. And that's a complaint that I always have. It's like, this movie was blatantly obvious, whatever, everything that was going to happen with this. And I'll talk about that towards the end. We're going to spoilers more. But it just suffers from some very cheesy dialogue and obvious, just an obvious script. You know, believe it or not, guys, there's an earthquake and everything gets destroyed. That's (laughs) so it's that. I mean, that's the plot. Everyone knows that going in, and uh, I found that a bit predictable at times. Oh yeah, totally, uh, totally. Um, So I think they are trying to disguise. Let's talk about the script some more, Brian. What did you hate about some cheesy lines that you had? Referred to earlier,
2: <laughs> the only one that I really, really took note of, and it, and it was I tweeted about it. That's why I took note was when the mom's uh, boyfriend, they're in the plane. He, he's in the plane with with uh, Alexander Daddario, and he says she asked him, "So why didn't you ever have children?" And he says, uh, "I guess I was just too busy raising these." And opens <laughs> opens a mag or a brochure of his. Sky no, stickers. he no. What he says is. I did have children. Oh, yeah. These was, are my the children. These yeah. And, uh, and there were skyscrapers.
1: <laughs> I
0: think I, I took a more literal take on that, that the rock is literally able to sire skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> is that not true? Doesn't quite work that way. Uh, okay.
2: I'll explain thought, anatomy and biology <laughs> to you later. But
0: Well, I understand uh, human, but
2: he's... Okay, you're right. Good point. Good point. I, I'll take it back. <laughs> um, There were a few like that where it's just like, it's not it's fine like i'm not I'm really not ultimately complaining about any of these things because i think <laughs> I'm big on grading movies based on like what they aspire to be and what they achieve and like how high they could possibly go you know the highest this movie could have possibly got i think is like a b plus so I did not expect great things from <laughs> the san andreas three d uh script you saw three d no, of course not. Oh. Of course not. But, you know, it was a big it was a big pusher. Although, I'm starting to get to the point where I think I might, if I go in the middle of the day and a movie, and this is a this is a totally, uh, a total tangent here, I might start going to 3D movies during the middle of the day because maybe there won't be any old people in there and old people are the freaking worst in a movie. Like, I, I can't handle it anymore, guys. I'm going to start yelling at old people. Y'all are going to get calls for me. From the the jailhouse asking you to come bail me out. There were two women in my San Andreas movie theater that sat down and talked the entire freaking movie. And I'm not talking like they were just whispering to each other and I could kind of hear it. It was was this. So the Maze Runner trailer comes on and it ends. And this woman goes, They sure do have some stupid movies, don't they? (laughs) Just like that loud. And I'm (laughs) 12 seats away from her and it's just like screaming in my ear. And also, we were seeing San Andreas like the dumbest movie that's been released this year, purposefully the dumbest movie. So what do you think this is going to be i mean it was it was a disaster, so maybe if I start seeing three d movies the uh the old people won't be in there that That's something that i'm I'm starting to to think I might have to start to do. I
1: found it very convenient that the only place to survive a a uh, uh, world-shattering earthquake. Let's be real. Is the TV studio needed to <laughs> broadcast the signal to yeah. Yeah. to warn the world of of what? Like, like as if anybody knew, didn't know what had already happened. They acted like Paul Giamatti had to break the news that an earthquake had just happened or was going to happen. You know, yeah, like he he's the only scientist the next- in the world that would have detected those types of quakes or re- or. Um, earthquake. Re- you know what I mean? Earthquake sure. readings. Like he didn't he have some breakthrough in how
2: yeah right before, he, he, yeah. how
1: he reads readings. So he was the only one that yeah, had these the only, readings. Yeah, yeah. I found that very convenient too. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of stuff like
2: that. But again, there's you a have lot to of oh come on Yeah, with this kind of a movie, and I think that's part of my hangup is just like I go in knowing the absolute best thing that's going to happen here is that it's a fun. It's it's a mildly fun entertaining. Two hours, you know, and so I think that's I kind of start low on them. Um, and maybe that's that's me, maybe that's just a problem that I'm carrying into the theaters or something.
1: Just one more thing I want to say before we go into spoilers. One more little rant I want to have here Can we get rid of the outer shirt in the action movie? Have you noticed this? Everybody's wearing a plain shirt or a t shirt with an outer shirt that's completely unbuttoned, and they never <laughs> ditch the jacket or shirt. The entire time in the disaster, in the disaster, they did it in this movie, and I thought it was kind of funny <laughs> when somebody pulls off their outer shirt to bandage a wound. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, maybe they're thats a little satire there. And like, okay, let's ditch this thing already. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but everybody is always in this, like, in these adverse conditions, and they're like. No, I, I'm still wearing my flannel <laughs> over my undershirt. You
0: know, yeah. wouldn't you have that? the like, look. That's an yeah, old baby flannel. Yeah, yeah you, know? you
1: got to style these people. I mean, you can't just have them show up on set in a T-shirt. No one's going to believe that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you got to – I noticed that in so many. Now that I said that, every disaster movie you watch and people are running away from things in their flannel <laughs> outer shirts, right. you're going to remember me. And that's one of my that.
2: nightmares, by the way, because I hate wearing anything that's not a T-shirt and shorts. My. Uh, I think if the world – like if we had some sort of horrible, natural, tragic event in the middle of Fort Worth, Texas, I would definitely be at like a job interview or something and I have to be wearing a suit when this happened. And now I'm trying to escape in like suit pants and fancy shoes and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I would be – I would hate that. I think about these things. So that's probably not great for my brain.
1: That's that's all I wanted to say. So do you guys want, have any have any other general thoughts before we hit spoilers here? No, I'm good. One more Perfect. I have. The Rock doesn't make any attempt to ever hide his tattoos. And how <laughs> how long can he he keep this going? Let's He's The it. Rock, man. He, 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 he he, his bicep just has The Rock's logo <laughs> on it. Just not even at all. Like A makeup guy could probable, easily spend 10, 10 minutes a day covering those up.
2: What if all of his movies actually take place in the same universe? Yeah. Ooh. Have we thought about that? I mean –
1: but he's Dwayne Johnson now. He's not The Rock, so sure. that's... Come on. He he doesn't at all ever put The Rock anymore. Does anybody call him Dwayne Johnson?
2: I don't. Who's in I that movie? Uh,
1: Dwayne Johnson, and nobody calls him Dwayne. He just needs to embrace The Rock and just be Dwayne The Rock Johnson forever. I agree. I don't know why he's trying to I mean, change this late. You I'm know, to start a like, petition? If we get
2: We're enough starting. signatures, we can get Obama to weigh in.
1: That's all I have for... Uh, Non spoilery stuff, so I guess guess
2: go see it if you like
1: disaster movies. I have some other spoilery, more specific thoughts, but I want to save those. And I know Richard has spoilery things to to say too. So let's move on. And spoilers coming up now for San Andreas. So Richard, what's the what were you teasing us earlier in general? Oh, it's just I have
0: some Carla uh, Gugino Gugino, Gugino Gugino thoughts. Um, I like to refer to her as as a term uh, sleeper cell. <laughs> where she's secretly kind of oh, yeah. on on a on speaking for all males here there's these kind of overt beautiful women that women all know that we are are fans of you know sure. like like women have george clooney that's just accepted that we you know Brad Pitt we have you know like Scarjo or uh who else is big with the kids these days in the looks department Who's Megan like Olivia Munn Megan Fox yeah. people like that and then they have, and then women have these these women that they assign that that we they assume we're attracted to, which none of us are. Like mostly models, they sure. just say like, uh, you know, she, you think she's hot? You're like, nah, no, she's not. That does nothing for me. Come on, come on, you do. And you're like, yeah. no, that's she's you know, 91 pounds and is wearing all black makeup. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carla Gigino is on no woman. She's not on any woman's yes. radar. They yes. don't know how we all feel about her. And right. it's a nice little secret we all keep as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're bu- we're we're blowing it up right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like when I saw she was yeah. in this movie, I was like, nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think but her time, she's had a good run, and I think it's time to adopt the next sleeper cell. But just so women that listen to this podcast, <laughs> we're all super into Carlo Jino <laughs> and we've been just quietly. She's like incredibly when you see two guys walk down yeah. the street and they nod at each other, that's what we're <laughs> nodding about. Because that has been our own private secret <laughs> for fifteen years. I love. Like, this. yeah, this let's great. go see Spy Kids. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> love the Spy Kids movies. Is that weird? Yeah. Like, opening two day. Bros
2: going to see the Spy Kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah exactly. So the gig, is, the jig is up, and uh, right. it's uh, it's been fun, now. and we'll find Sorry. someone else now. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. but uh, good run. Thanks. Yeah. We really appreciate she's, it, Carlos. She's
2: fantastic.
1: The best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's great. It was good to see her again, first yeah. of all. Uh, it's been a while. And uh, I agree with Richard. You can you can make Spy Kids 5 any day.
0: <laughs> yeah, we would all be there.
2: What? Just a fearful she's on, guy. She's like, on Wayward Pines, guys, by the way. She's like the oh, second nice. main character. Which I is, haven't seen that by the way, still. Yeah. Really dig the show. Pretty good. I gave it a re- uh, recommend a couple weeks ago. It's strong. Oh. She's great in Sucker Punch. Anytime I can plug Sucker Punch. <laughs> God.
1: She, but, uh... You'll be happy to know, twelve episodes in Entourage.
0: Yeah, that's she true. She might, up up, she
1: might come up again.
0: Early you know, Entourage, she probably has a cameo. Acceptable.
1: She probably has early a cameo. Entourage
0: is an acceptable credit to have. Like first two or three seasons, which I think is when she's on. This that's is, fine.
1: This is two thousand seven, yeah, two thousand eight, and two thousand ten. Yes,
0: two thousand ten's pushing it a little bit, but the early yep. two, when she joined the show, that's not the Entourage. We we you know, are going to get next week.
1: She's featured in the episode, porn scenes from an Italian restaurant from
2: 2010.
0: (laughs) That's a sick actual name from an
1: episode.
2: The most entourage title of an episode ever. And Uh, also featured
0: in Billy Joel and porn in 2008
1: entourage episode. Unlike a virgin. Oh, God, I hate
2: this
0: show so much. Why was it big? What was going on? I don't
2: know. I don't understand. I played
0: George W. Bush. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst travesty of his entire presidency.
2: Gosh. Should we give the disclaimer, by the way? Because I feel like people are going to come to our episode to listen to our Entourage episode because they're stoked about how dope Entourage (laughs) is. And we're just going to – like I'm just going to tell you right now – it's not going to go well for you, okay? Like that's the worst show ever. So we're just be prepared. We're we're ready to hate watch it. Oh yeah! <laughs> I haven't seen one episode. Gosh. I'm so stoked for you, Kent. <laughs> so, so. I'm just stoked that y'all have seen it. My ex-wife was a big fan. If that tells you something, so <laughs> y'all you know,
1: watched it together and just bonded. Yeah. And that lasted forever.
2: So.
0: Okay, but if we all were in the Entourage, Brian, you're totally Turtle. <laughs> no, I don't want to be Turtle. Sorry, you're Turtle. That's I'm, the deal. I'm Johnny Trauma.
2: Oh, Dang it.
0: Decided Turtle. At least
2: you want to be Eric. Come on.
0: I, I'm Lloyd. Just so we all know. <laughs> what is a Turtle? <laughs> that's an actual character name.
1: Yeah. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, Gosh, I can't, he wait. Wears a I can't back. Wait. He wears a backwards hat, and he likes marijuana, Kent.
1: Wow, and I can't Yankees
2: wait. Cap,
0: yeah. <laughs> he wears a backwards Yankees cap like he's Fred Durst.
1: I told y'all before, I said it's he, acceptable for y'all to hate this movie because you've seen the show. Yeah, It's acceptable for me to hate the movie because I haven't seen the show. <laughs> so it's a win-win for both of us, both of our parties next
0: week.
2: You guys want to meet up for like jalapeno poppers afterwards, <laughs> though?
0: I've got a good uh, uh, assistant to Doug uh, joke. You ready? Yep. Yes. Twitter wears a backwards uh, Yankees cap like he's Fred Durst, and he kills marijuana like he's Robert Durst. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait
1: for next week,
0: <laughs> by <laughs> the way. Let's what? rent a convertible while we all go see the film together. <laughs> Pull up to the marquee. I love it. Oh, my God. I want to talk a,
1: f- a few more San Andreas things, fellas, if you – if you don't mind, uh, how did you feel about the divorce storyline and the family getting back together storyline? I, I thought that was kind of cliche, but yeah, it was very obvious what was going to happen at the end.
2: Oh, absolutely. That
1: yeah. they There's were all no stakes. to live you, happily ever yeah. after.
2: No, I don't think. Did There's you none. at any point think anyone in the the main five characters was was? I thought the little, I thought of...
1: little uh, British kid was going to maybe die at some point i was hoping kind of actually <laughs> and uh it never happened so that's the that's the one kid i thought could just get swept away and be like no <laughs> and you know I, I don't see him in the sequel let's just say that yeah um what, what else we got here the whole storyline of the rock losing a daughter and he ends up saving his daughter because of the circumstance that his first daughter died there's nothing you could have done. Just forget about it. And then now he gets his redemption at the end by saving his daughter who was about to right. drown. What if he had lost poetic. two daughters <laughs> yeah, drowning? That's
2: how you knew there's, nothing's going to happen. With, you, like, you, you can't, just, you, she's not going to die. <laughs> what if
1: she had died, though? Let's just <laughs> think about how this could have ended if he loses two daughters and, and uh, by drowning, he's like, I'm the worst father of all time. There's <laughs> nothing you could have done. And then, yeah. boom, San Andreas 2 teaser crawl, uh, <laughs> title crawl at the end of the film.
0: Next time There's- on
1: San Andreas 2. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we find out about a third daughter.
0: <laughs> Can he save her <laughs> <him> from drowning? <laughs> Who was that guy? Yeah. Why did he sound like he was in 1929, but those, all those old cartoons are from, like,
2: 1971? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Next, Next time, time on, on Speed Racer. The-
0: the Justice League. What's this uh, Pac-Man, Adam Sandler movie called Pixels. again? Pixels. Pixels. There's a trailer for it on right now.
1: It's going to make a ton of money.
0: It's going to make a ton of money. Could be good. Maybe. Sandler was great on Letterman in his last appearance. Maybe he's back.
2: Sandler's he's always great in interviews. Yeah. yeah. He,
1: he's he's, he's always American character. treasure when you see him on doing stuff, uh-huh. and then you yeah. see his films, and it totally negates any, yep. any possibility of that. I would vote Sandler probably. Give him five years. Let's see where he's at. Maybe American Treasure status. Yeah, if he's fifty years old, he's been in it for a
0: while. So just for at a medium pace alone. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, What else we got on San Andreas? Any any third any third act thoughts, guys? Here.
2: No, like this is kind of a tough movie to to really talk about. That's why we're tangenting so much. Uh, you know, earthquakes happen. Tsunami happens, Carla Cugino happens, you know, it's (laughs) – The Rock happens. I mean it's just – it's it is almost – it's exactly what you expect this movie to be. If you haven't seen it yet and you're just like, man, I wonder what this movie is I will go go out as far to say –
1: I'll go as far as to say it's better than I thought it would be. I thought it would be – I mean I I kept thinking about Age of Extinction when I was watching this. I was like this is so much more bearable than (laughs) than Age of Extinction. I mean I'm not even playing – no, and it's like, just from a pure – I don't even have to know what's going on. Like just sit here and watch it and I can at least – like you could watch this on mute on a Saturday with yeah. Led, L- a Led Zeppelin <laughs> LP on in the background and you would have a great – Or a Florida Georgia line. Like, Man, LP. this is a good That's movie. You, know, like, you don't even – Independence Day will ruin you if you w- think too much about it or watch it oh, too yeah, many yeah, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. This totally. won't do that. This is that just one? like Twister. Sure. I feel like has held up on that regard too. Like except it's for the like fact Twister that Helen
0: hunts so in it. Other than that, <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't like Twister, Brian? You said I earlier? just haven't
2: haven't seen it. in that came out in '95. I probably haven't seen it since '97. So wow. it's been a really long time. Great Shouldn't Philip Seymour Hoffman performance. Gosh, I forgot he was even in that. Oh yeah, which know. bill is in that? Probably is that his Paxton? best work. I would Paxton. Say.
1: Pullman is Independence Day. Right. So right. It's a little confusing. I can understand <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. It's not a lot to say here. It was, better, it's, it's it was a way totally better than great I thought it TNT
2: would be. T movie, a Sunday oh, yeah. afternoon where it runs back to back to back sort of thing. Uh, that's a that's. I don't know how much. I'll,
1: I, mean. I will admit, I don't know how much I would have liked this if it wasn't The Rock.
2: If, yeah. If was the oh, yeah. Character.
1: I don't know how much I would have liked it if it was Jai Courtney. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, I don't even know
1: who's Jai Courtney.
2: <laughs> He's the. He's the other, not John Carnor, What's the other kid's name in uh, in Terminator Genesis? The new Terminator guy. John he was also Courtney. in the last Die Hard movie and Jack I, Reacher. I don't know this. You know person. who I'm talking
0: about? I do, in, I do. In
2: Terminator Genesis, he plays the Kyle. I think is the the character's name from Fearsome Name. I haven't yeah, seen no. any of I'm these Kyle. movies. These are his last movies uh, that he's done:
1: <laughs> Divergent, Insurgent, yeah. uh-huh. Jack Reacher, I Frankenstein. A good day to die hard. I haven't seen any of those. Isn't that crazy? They're not good. I I haven't, I don't see movies, guys. I I hate (laughs)
2: movies. Yeah.
1: He's, you know, he's. So no wonder I wouldn't have seen him.
2: (laughs) But you're totally right. Like if they would have scrimped on the budget and said, you know what, we don't want to pay The Rock $15 million. We want to pay Jai Courtney or somebody like that. We want to pay him $3 million. This is, this is not a watchable movie in a lot of ways. Like it's, you're totally right. The Rock is what, The Rock brings you in and, uh, and, and that's the main focus of the like the good, the good positives of why you would want to watch this movie, I think.
1: You know, it's like, man, The Rock really held me through this or whatever. I mean, he's gotten to that point where if Tomorrowland had The Rock, I might have liked it better. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. if Jurassic World had The Rock instead of Chris, Chris uh, Pratt, I'm sure Chris Pratt's great. But like, man, if that was The Rock, that could at least make it a little more... He has a fun factor that nobody really else has at this point That's true. in time.
2: That's totally true. Yeah, It's just, just the, the, the good old-fashioned,
1: oh, Will yeah. Smith had it and
2: yeah. wishes he still had it. Yeah. And if Tom the Rock would have come too. along 15, 20 years earlier, he's the biggest movie star in the world. But we just, we don't have movie stars anymore, so. That's all we really have
1: on San Andreas. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, if you wanted to.
2: But hey, any of those three, yeah, any of the three main characters, actors, they can be in any movie that, that I'm watching any day. I'm, I'm in on slow motion. In slow motion. <laughs>
0: yeah, Especially for the for exact all three. same reasons. Yeah, yeah. For all three. I'm not looking at the rock at all. Gives me something <laughs> to aspire to. What?
1: Let's go grades here, Brian. Grade? How about B minus? Okay, Richard. B. This gets B minus for me too. Wow, Richard. Yeah. Richard wins this week. Wow. <laughs> Yay! I did not think that would happen. Honestly. Thank you, Rock.
2: <laughs>
1: alright let's move on let's hit a recommend
2: weekly recommends
1: go ahead Richard
0: yeah I'm currently reading the uh, Nick Offerman new Nick Offerman book Gumption which is a kind of he did a memoir last year or two 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 years ago um, maybe even three gosh and now he has this new book which is still sort of memoir and advice ish but he does it around the concept of uh, of kind of great American troublemakers throughout history so it's like half history half it's like Ron Swanson teaching you a history class it's face it and uh, it's pretty fun little book and I enjoy it quite a bit and uh, I like Nick Offerman and I think he's a really interesting celebrity and public figure and has his fingers in a lot of different pots so to speak and so I uh, I like uh, I like his writing style quite a bit as well so uh, yeah gumption by Nick Offerman Brian your weekly recommend?
2: I'm going to recommend a movie that has uh, always been a favorite of mine, but I hadn't watched it in several years. Uh, it's called, and I'm Draft sure Day. you guys have seen it. Draft Day. It's a fantastic, <laughs> a real true life story. I think uh, most realistic movie of, of 2014, um, even more so than most documentaries. I think. Um, <laughs> no, my my recommend. I, I'm sure you guys have, have both seen it, and I'm interested to hear if you guys share my affinity. It's uh, Road to Perdition. The Tom Hanks. Oh yeah. Uh, Paul Newman, Sam Mendes film, uh, I hadn't watched it in a really long time, popped it in and it's, it's still a breathtaking movie. It looks just, it looks gorgeous. I know it's based on a, Hey, a uh, graphic novel and it, it has that kind of look, but, but in the, the right way, whereas Sin City is kind of the wrong way, I think to make a movie look like a graphic novel. Uh, it's a beautiful film. It's heartbreaking in a lot of ways. Tom Hanks is so good. American treasure, Tom Hanks and i think it's paul newman's last real mm-hmm. film i know he voiced he was cars. a voice in cars and maybe he had another movie here or there but i think that was kind of the end i think he got nominated for uh best supporting actor for that which he totally deserves it is it's a beautiful film and and uh definitely kind of hard to watch At times it's it's very i think it's it kind of has a depressing it's depressing moments as well but uh, but it definitely earns those moments, I guess. So, really great looking film, and I wonder if people are still talking about it. If they, you know, if people who weren't uh, really watching movies in 2002 have seen this one, you know. So, I, I, I hope somebody will people will go out and check it out if, if they've never seen it before. Road to Perdition. Okay, good recommend, Brian. So um,
0: I have a, I'm gonna I've been out a couple weeks, so I'm gonna give a second recommend. Okay. On Demand right now in your cable thing. I So everyone has their guy of kind of classic movie stars. My guy is Paul Newman. And On Demand right now, there is a movie called Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman. It's a documentary entirely about Paul Newman's racing career, which he was oh, nice. very, very, very serious about. And it's an awesome documentary. Uh, I cool. saw it a few months ago. It just came out On Demand. So kind of the tack on years. I love anything to do with Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is a really great documentary, and it's it's really it's like ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not just me. It's awesome. Um, Paul but,
2: Newman's the best, dude. Like yeah. that, I'm totally with you. That's my that's my iconic Hollywood actor, yeah. I guess, is because he's just so cool and such a tremendous tremendous actor. Um, and so many great, great, great
0: salad films. dressing.
2: <laughs> totally. Newman's the only own. salad dressing I eat. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That stuff.
1: He has good dips too. Yeah. Paul Newman. <laughs>
0: He gave us a lot,
1: like great dips, Paul. If you
0: like, were to do a plus minus of everyone ever, Paul Newman's <laughs> up there.
1: Yep, that's for sure.
0: My recommend like this that week. Analogy. that's good. My recommend this
1: week. I don't think I've recommended it. It's kind of crazy. We might have not. We might not have ever talked about it. Shark Tank. Oh, we're nice! Recommending Shark Tank.
0: Sweet. Shark Tank I like their Shark Tank popcorn too. bucket idea. <laughs> Last week was great for the entourage film. <laughs>
1: I can't oh, I can't put that in sorry. Yeah. Um uh I watched Shark Tank a lot uh, randomly. I don't think I've ever seen a live episode. It's just on syndication already. Yeah, it's like MSNBC or something. It's like To Catch a Predator used to be uh-huh. for a while. It's just always on somewhere. Yeah. To Catch a Predator. By the way, that that needs to come back.
2: That was uh, a <laughs> I'm Chris yeah. Hansen. Uh, Did you ever hear when he was on the ticket? They interviewed him oh. one time. It was fantastic. You, may, you should go on the Unticket and see if they – I'm sure they have the, the, the archive somewhere. Uh, it's, it's genius because they used to use drops from him all the time on the ticket, and he talked about that in the interviews. Like I don't ever read the stuff anymore because, because people like you were cutting it up and using it on your radio shows. But yeah. it's pretty great.
1: I've gotten to the point. I think I had a weird thought. Mark Cuban could be president if he wanted to be. Don't you think like if he if he was just threw his name in the hat, in the hat for twenty sixteen? Oh, by the way, guys, uh, I'll run I don't too. Know. You know, I,
0: like he, there's randomly people that just hate him still based on his like early persona as a Mavs owner, and they, they don't hate, really they, get how smart he
1: is. They they hate him because they know he's right, like type yeah. of thing like he would with the president. Like yeah. people that hate the president, like uh, he's but he's the president, you know. Like you, <laughs> when you're at that level, you, you can hate somebody, but. Still respect them. Does
0: that make sense? As long uh, as Dirk is vice president, yeah, it was yes. me.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, or Holger. I mean, like the president takes secretary knowledge, of offense. Maybe it, it takes <laughs> knowledge and money, and Cuban has both of those. Yeah, if you're locally in Dallas, you know Mark Cuban rules.
0: We should and, have a secretary of knows. offense that just constantly draws up ways to nuke other countries, and then they're like, "Oh <laughs> no." no. We're not doing that. <laughs> I love like, it. He doesn't have button pressing, but he's just always just coming. He's yeah, just secretary. Just if we go on place. the offense, this is our guy. He has awesome. a American, American treasure Mike D'Antoni. quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, man. yeah. Cuban totally. definitely is AT. He, and, he is over 50. But he is. He does very, like
2: Entourage.
1: He, though, yeah, so he's so very involved in Entourage, so it might.
2: Yeah.
0: That just makes him cooler. Guy Fieri is at the Warriors game right now. Doesn't make him any less cool. <laughs> or the Warriors any less cool.
2: I love that everyone in the world hates Guy Fieri except, except for for three us left. like yeah.
0: He's awesome. Just, What's not to like so about Guy funny. Fieri? It's so fun. I mean, there's a
2: lot of things not to like about him, but I think that's what makes him brilliant. is 100% authentic. <laughs> that's yeah. it's
1: the same with Kanye. I just want yeah. Kanye to keep keep
2: being keep being <laughs> Kanye, Kanye. Guy, like, I don't know Kanye like, puts Guy on the f- cover of his next
0: album. Just have we <laughs> thought about not, that? That it'd be pretty Warholian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, exactly. It's good guy the world is better because guy's in it. Like, yeah, if if, if guy that. if
1: guy tomorrow morning just said, you know what Dime dye my hair brown, shaving off a mustache, everyone would know everyone be like, oh <laughs> you know? It's like now Guy Fury isn't a thing. It, like it yeah. doesn't exist anymore. It's you know? funny.
2: It's it's really if you hate Guy Fieri, that you're totally you're 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 well within your rights. But I would say watch <laughs> watch that. the Rachel versus Guy cook-off on uh on Food Network when it comes back this summer because you'll give you a new appreciation for what a genuinely good dude uh Guy Fury is. Richard and I have like fan fiction about Guy Fieri. Almost, He's the of, best of there wow, was this what a kid's nice cooking he show he
0: hosted last year, Kent, and he was yeah. so awesome with the kids that it turned me on him for. I was like, man, if I was nine, Guy is the coolest yeah. person on the planet.
2: For like months afterwards, we were text each other <laughs> uh, sample conversations of, of things that Guy was saying to these kids like months after the fact that they
0: were on a show like, they hey, still just, send just checking their- in
2: with you. Just want to make sure you're doing okay on your, you know, in math. I, Let me I know saw you, you know. email your
0: report card, bro. <laughs> sick report card your handwriting better than anyone else's all right man sorry i missed (laughs) you
1: man i love i like i like me some shark tank every now and again i don't
0: know where we
2: great i'm totally with it
1: totally with you there great show um all right i think that's that's about it for for this episode This has got to be up there in one of
2: our more rambly episodes yeah it's been it's episode two of the week so great yeah Sorry. i like that stuff i don't know maybe the listeners hate it but these are the ones that i enjoy actually listening back to because it's just it's just we're just kind of talking and bantering and, and idiots what just are you sorry. doing
1: brian Just yes, listening in back to some just podcasts <laughs> yeah. oh which just podcast voice. Voice. is that yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. it's a
2: lot about movies it's uh, <laughs> it's wonderful i will put my pens back on sorry
1: <laughs> uh where can we find you online brian
2: you can find me on the Twitter at bgil 12 and you can find my writing occasionally at the Uh Richard, where can we find you?
0: Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Richard Barden, or you can find my writing at richardbarden.com. Kent, oh, Kent, where might I find thee?
1: Find me on Twitter at Kent Garrison, and find our show on our website at madaboutmoviespodcast.com, and find us on Twitter at MAM underscore and on Facebook, uh, just search for Mad About Movies. And on that note, until Entourage, I will see you guys at the cinema.
0: Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Maybe I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha! But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. Just silence and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.